imagine celebrating your success going on holidays having bonfire on the beach with your loved ones unfortunately most entrepreneurs experience burnout within the first year but what is it that makes others succeed i'm your host kajal khurana call me kk join me as we have fireside chats with experts who have insider secrets around how to rest rejuvenate recharge and be bonfire entrepreneurs hello and welcome back this is your host kk our guest today is an experienced digital marketing strategist he has been helping course creators and business owners for over 5 years him and his team have the ability to craft a successful marketing campaign and implemented themselves as well and he is louis xavier welcome to bonfire entrepreneurs louis hello how are you doing thank you so much for having me here it's an absolute pleasure it's totally my pleasure to have you with us today so louis please tell our audience about yourself who louis xavier is <laughs> cool so my name is louis and i'm 30 years old 38 years old and i work with digital marketing strategy been doing that for 5 years now my background is actually in it information technology and i always had the passion to automate as much as i could so when i had the opportunity to quit my 15 year old career and move to marketing which is something that i was always passionate about but i didn't think it was the time when i first started studying i was more into computers back in the day so when i had the opportunity to go to marketing yeah i started you know working helping people originally it was with video animation and then yeah now i'm just doing digital marketing and also so all the things that are super interesting are all related to automation so we can increase sales for our clients so yeah Awesome. So what really motivated you to leave your career and start your entrepreneur journey? Absolutely. So it's actually a funny story. Uh not a happy one because you know I needed to leave, but I think everything happens for a reason. So in my case, I was working uh, the 9 to 5 and I always wanted to have my own business. Um I actually started working for myself at the age of 16 years old. and i was already fixing computers and back in the day it was so hard because we didn't have google we didn't have any anything like that so when we had problems we needed to go and pretty much troubleshoot until you get it done right so i really liked you know the computer scene i had my first computer at the age of 14 years old and wow. <laughs> Yeah and I was breaking the computer all the time because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to use it. You so mean then, physically breaking it or no physically breaking <laughs> it? I was like um, I thought they did the hammer and breaking. Yeah, you no, know, I was like, you know, I always wanted to have one and and it was very expensive back in the day. And then dad went and bought one for me and like my sister and I would go and play with it, but I I had no idea what I was doing. So Yeah, I would go and delete files and move files and then it would stop working. But then dad at the time he didn't know like what the computer was meant to do because it was still something very new. So then 
dad would take the computer back to, you know, the shop and be like, well, this computer's not working. And then the guy <laughs> was like, well, the computer's not working because your son deleted the files. And my dad's like, I paid for this computer. It was very expensive. Make it work, you know? <laughs> and the guy was like, oh, okay. And then this actually happened like so many times, but I used to go to the shops with mom and dad and mom and dad would just leave me there and I would just be watching over the, the guy's shoulder to find out how he did his magic. And that's pretty much how I learned how to fix computers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then I started studying computers and all that stuff. Uh, that was something that I was really into. I'm highly certified. Um, I was actually a Microsoft trainer as well. Uh, got Cisco certifications, Citrix, all sorts of stuff. And yeah, I had a big team and we were supporting a lot of different uh, businesses. So I was working mm-hmm. as a managed test provider, systems engineer, team leader. However, the difference between what I do now and what I did before is that when I had my career, I knew a lot and I could help a lot of people. However, the problem was when someone had a problem with their computer, I would go and fix it. And instead of being thankful and happy, they would be like, well, this should be working already. Why it's not working? You know, Uh and I'm like, well, you know, there's so many things that can go wrong. And I would just have this conversation so many times. So I got to a point where I was like, well, I'm not really enjoying that because what I really enjoy is providing value, is providing results, is getting people to, you know, achieve um, a goal or getting to a, a better place. So I wasn't really getting you know, this amazing feeling from just helping people with their broken computers, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I always had this eye, an eye for marketing. So when I had the opportunity, by that, I mean, I saved up money and I made it happen. You know, I just took a course, a course online and I built my first business and I had no idea what I was doing. It was really hard. It was stressful because as soon as you have your own business, you need to make money, you need to make sure it's profitable. And although I had things that I was really good at with, you know, customer service and, you know, processes, things like that, and IT, of course, there was quite a lot of stuff that I didn't really know. So it was, it was very interesting. It was very interesting to say the least, yeah. So that was lack of uh, satisfaction, which made you switch, is it? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned you were stressed out, right? So what was really causing you stress? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm thinking now that it was a combination of a lot of different things. So I believe the first thing was going into the unknown. So Mm -hmm. I did for 15 years something that, I was very comfortable doing. I was doing it every day. However, when I became a business owner, I didn't know how to do things like simple things. For example, I would go and work from home and I really missed having a team. I really missed the interaction (laughs) as in, you know, I would go to work and I would go grab a cup of coffee and, hey guys, how are you doing? Good morning. And just have a chat. But I was working from home. Everybody from my home was working in their nine to five. So I was actually alone. Right. So as you know, when 
you have a big task ahead of you, it's very easy to procrastinate. So I was alone at home. I didn't have anybody to talk to. I had a big pressure to make it work and be profitable and pretty much learn on the fly because the analogy with you know digital marketing and all that stuff is that most of the time you don't actually know what you're doing. You were meant to build the plane while you fly you know that that's how they say it so it was it was very interesting it was very very interesting but was very yeah uh, stressful as well right so most of the entrepreneurs have this kind of stress right the reasons could be different for everyone how did you deal with it it was hard in the beginning i didn't really know how to deal with it i knew that if i went to the gym, for example, that would help. Mm-hmm. However, I, I lacked balance and I lacked the ability to prioritize because when I was working my own job, I was the team leader, but I didn't necessarily need to do all the tasks. I could delegate the tasks. I could you know, uh, have a meeting with the team, but all of a sudden I was alone and I needed to do everything myself. So it was very challenging. So I guess I did do a lot of exercise. I was meditating as well, but it was still very stressful. I would say that I was very lucky because I had some money saved up and that allowed me to kind of take a step back and relax a little bit as well. But I learned that what I use is, right, because what I believe is when, when you get stressed, you've got different things that you can do. Some people, they, you know, they drink, they might you know, smoke or they might do something that is actually harmful. Right. And what I learned is that I needed to create a list of things that are good for you. So you know, what makes you happy? It could be reading a book. It could be you know, getting the guitar out and playing a, a song. It could be meditating. It could be exercising. But... This is actually something that I learned on the fly. And sometimes, to be honest, like you're so stressed and you know, sometimes you're even depressed, you don't really feel like doing any of those things, even though you should. You know? I'm so, glad yeah, you mentioned a yeah. few things like balance and priority. I think uh, especially if you're a new entrepreneur, these are very key, key uh, words or key things to follow. If you don't balance, it's easy to get burnt out. Don't you think? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because to be honest, I I still struggle with, you know, balance and prioritize, uh, you know, prioritize what needs to be done first. And and that's why I've got a coach, you know, my coach helps me with all that stuff. So every day I need to send him three things that I need to do the next day and how I want to be feeling the next day so then I can sort of like prepare myself the day before and then at the end of the day he asked me how was your day and did you have any roadblocks did you get those things done so no matter what I need to do those three things that I told him that I would so that kind of helps me contract (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah yeah. 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 so very interesting topic you've brought me to coach these days everybody is saying i'm a coach i'm a coach hire a coach and people are also under pressure to hire a coach sometimes whether they need it or not but they think if they are not having a coach they are missing out something like 
FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. So most of the time, what I have noticed, correct me if I'm wrong, people have coach to help them monetize their business. Yes or no? Yes. Uh, What about health coaches to keep you track? (laughs) That's the thing. It's actually a very good point because how do you know which coach do you need, right? Because there's so many different coaches. Like there is you know, health coaches, there is like nutrition coaches, there is like spiritual coaches, like there's so many different flavors, I think. To be quite honest, the way they worked with me was I had a a free session and we had a, a good discussion. So I actually work with my partner, she's part of the business. So, you know, we had a free session and he managed to talk to the both of us. And it was really interesting in a sense that in the sense that we had some things that we didn't necessarily agree with, you know, and that's because of our personality. So she has a different personality. So I'm the guy that has got ideas and wants to do things and implement. And, you know, I've got my own way to prioritize things, which is not great. <laughs> but, you know, she's, she's the one that she kind of puts this structure, you know, around things. But with that, sometimes comes a problem because, you know, sometimes I'm going to say, we got to get this done. And she's like, why? And then I need to explain it to her. And, you know, and she's like, no, this is actually a priority. And then we kind of go on and on. And, you know, it's interesting. It's very, it's very, it's always a good conversation, but I feel like a roadblock at, at times. And then, you know, having the coach sort of like allow to have someone in between so we can have someone from the outside looking you know, at the business and looking at us and kind of, you know, giving their opinion. So, yeah. So for, for me, it was very interesting. And the, the reason why I picked this particular coach was because we had the free session and through the free session, we could essentially tell him the struggles we had. And yeah, he pretty much went through, you know, how he was going to help us and you know the plan and all that stuff but to be quite honest it's really hard because you never know how it's going to go and sometimes when you pick a coach I don't know like that's the first time I hire a coach to be honest so you know you got to do like a three-month contract mm-hmm. you know so I'm like uh, I'm like I don't know because you know I just started working with you what about if I don't know if I don't like the way you work or if I don't think that you're going to be able to bring me you know, uh, results and all that stuff. And he's like, well, if you don't embrace it and you don't go for it, you're not willing to really evolve and how you're going to be able to, you know, get where you want to be. And I'm like, wow, okay, that's a good point. But that's also something that a coach that wants to sell would say, right? So it's really hard to be honest. So it's really interesting. Um, I think there's another thing to it. Some of the good coaches, if you're really, really very good and you're confident in your service and product and you see your client is not very sure, of course, because there's no relationship and you're still building in trust. Some of the good coaches would tell you, okay, if you're not satisfied, I would probably give you 50% money back. Or, you know, if it is a product, maybe yes, 100%. You know, if you're not happy with my book, you can get a refund. If you're not happy with a brush, you can get a refund. But if it's service-based, probably a good coach who's confident, who's experienced, who have seen result with previous clients would definitely offer you, okay, if you're not satisfied, if you don't see the results, 
what if I offer you a 50% money back? That's what I do with my clients as well. That brings yeah. them in with a comfort, you know, so people can trust you. They know at least, you know, okay, this person is saying if this doesn't work, I can get my money back, at least 50% of it. So I, I don't have much to lose. And also it depends on you, how much work you put in. You are accountable more than your coach, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Because essentially he's there to guide me and sort of like help me to get where I want to go. But to be honest, like it's, it's been really, really good because he managed to create a program. So, you know, we like, well, we're going to be working together for three months. What do you want to do? You know, and then we told him like the goals and all that. And he started like reverse engineering, you know, how are we going to get there? So it's like, well, to get there, you need to have this, this, this. So, you know, by week number one, we're going to do this by week number two. So now we have a strategy, but it wasn't something that he built himself. The three of us built it together with his guidance and, now we week number two or three. So it's actually really recent. And I can tell you that we're already getting results from, you know, the consultation and all that stuff. Just the accountability alone has been amazing. So I do recommend for like anyone out that that is struggling with the business, with stress, with, you know, priorities, it's always good to have someone that can help you out and it just brings so much clarity. Nice. So what is one piece of advice you would give entrepreneurs to escape burnout? I believe that balance is a huge one and, you know, the way you prioritize things. So nowadays, because what's, what happens, for example, like right now, like you need to do client acquisition. So that's something that you need to do daily. You should, and you must. So client acquisition takes part of your day. Then you have the work that you're going to be delivering for your clients. And then you have, you know, the admin stuff or, you know, the funnels or the chatbots or all that stuff that you got to do for your own business as well. So those are the three things that you got to do pretty much daily. And for me, it's really hard because I want to do everything. So that's the kind of stuff that, you know, will give you like a, a terrible time. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's the stuff that you're going to be burning out because you can't do everything, you know. So even if you can just spend, you know, 30 minutes doing one of the three, do it. It's better than not doing it. And it means that you will feel like you achieved something and there's a next day, like the next day you can actually kind of caught up and do things but it gets to a point where you know if you're scaling you need help and you need a team so now I've got a team of people that help me you know to deliver the work and you know all that stuff so I think like for me exercise so you know in the morning my girlfriend and I we wake up and we go to the gym with a you know do a workout or I go swimming then I do my daily meditation only about 10 minutes and I think thoughts, something that can be really, really harmful, you know, like I actually work with social media day in, day out. I'm always very particular to how I actually use social media. Social media for me is actually for work. I wasn't actually using social media at all beforehand for a very long time. Yeah, because it's so easy to get caught up in all the, the stories and, you know, what people are doing and all that stuff. So that actually takes quite a lot of your time and then, 
you know, it's just time that you can't use and then you're just burning out because you're just procrastinating it essentially. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not how you can do it. It's who can do it for you to put it in one line. A hundred percent. Yeah. You can't do everything, you know, yeah. you need Absolutely. help. So Absolutely. yeah, I know in the beginning it's very, it's tough. It's complicated because you're just starting, you don't have the resources. Sometimes you don't even know how to do everything you need to do. So you're just learning on the go. So it can be tough, but there's only so much you can do. Prioritize. So just write down, you know, like right now, acquisition. So you've got a client, all right, cool. You still do a little bit of acquisition and, you know, just go forward with, you know, the admin stuff and all that. But like, let's say you have no clients, you probably don't need to worry too much about the admin stuff at your business if you don't have any money coming in. So, you know, prioritize, spend more time with client acquisition. So that's, uh, that's what I, you know, would recommend. Awesome. Louise, we have only this much time. I can go on and on with you. We have to wrap up here. You have so much knowledge and I would definitely tell our audience if they need any digital marketing automation, they should reach out to you. So before we say bye, please tell our audience, where can they find you? Do you have a website or Facebook or what's the best? Yeah, absolutely. So the best way to find me is just going through my Facebook. I'll give you the link and then you can share that with uh, them as well if you're audience. The thing that I'm really, really good at is automation, mainly within, you know, the chatbots and active campaign uh, with the emails itself. So we help the businesses to get the cold leads and warm them up through series of email sequences and chatbot automation. So we are able to do segmentation, all sorts of stuff that, you know, I would love to go into details, but of course right. we, you know, <laughs> we've got time. But yeah, if you need to know a little bit more about what I do, want to chat to me, you know, I'm more than welcome to have a free session with you guys as well and help you out. Cool, cool. So I'm going to put your Facebook link in the box below information and people can reach out to you. You also have a Facebook group, right? So I'll put both in and then people can reach out to you. Thank you so much. It was amazing to have you with us. And uh, thank you for coming and talking to our audience about your journey and uh, how they can escape burnout. Take care. That was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, thank you. It was amazing. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Do you know, fragrance remains in the hands that gives rose. Would you please share this episode with your entrepreneur friends so we can help each other escape burnout, increase productivity and achieve our goals faster. Also, let me know what topics you want me to cover in our future episodes at info at bodymindsolution.com. Would you please take a moment to rate and review this show That would mean the world to me. And yes, don't forget to subscribe. This is your host, KK. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.